What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Lockhouse. It's the week of the 305. We're heading to Miami. We're finally back. We had the week off. And I know. It's up ahead. Far yeah. out. It's going to be a big week. I, myself, got a last-minute ticket flying over, over. overseas, heading off tomorrow morning. Yeah, hats really off. That was impressive that you snagged that and then also booked the ticket. I wasn't expecting you would, but... No, no, I was very lucky. I was literally out shooting an event just for work and um, I met this um, Irish chick. And we just got chatting and she's a volunteer, a scrutineer volunteer for Formula One. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, yeah, I got this free four-day ticket to F1 Miami that I can't get rid of. And I'm just sitting there like... I can get rid of it. Yeah, yeah. I'm your man. Like, <laughs> yeah. let's Let go. me take it off your hands. And, um, you know, we're, we're having a few drinks. So I thought maybe it was complete bollocks. But, yeah. you know, we've been chatting since. She's told me she's been sending me screenshots, but I haven't received the ticket. Not, and I'm no. leaving tomorrow. So... <laughs> It's really uh, on a nice edge of the moment, but yeah, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed that she comes through. That's it. Worst case, I'll have... If not, you got a holiday in Miami either way. That's it. I'll have it on TV. Party hard. (laughs) Yeah. We have to talk about, as usual, what the uh, drivers have been getting up to on the week off. Yeah. Um, I don't know what you guys have seen. I feel like most of the drivers have been keeping it quite low-key. Yeah, But uh, I did see Valtteri Bottas came second in the Belgium Waffle Ride in California. The Belgium Waffle Ride. It's a uh, charity bike ride actually i don't know if it's a charity bike ride it's a 72 kilometer bike ride it's really oh, it's like an, an actual event it's a full yeah, event Jesus. like you know he's into his cycling yeah yeah, yeah. and um yes yeah, apparently it's really grueling it's like eleven thousand feet of climbing um and 40 percent <laughs> of it of the route is off pavement and they're on road bikes oh far out so it's grueling like, oh, so they're going off-roading but with road bikes well it's hmm. like it's just not like clean clean, clean roads well he'd be and, used uh, to all the bumping around with all the porpoising exactly so, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was well equipped i don't know if i'd be doing a massive cycle on the week off i usually would like to take it easy but Valtteri is a beast he's just an he's, animal yeah, like, yeah. he's a man him. reborn yeah he really Enjoy is him. i actually saw as well that um ricardo was on the trevor noah show in the states yeah and then they asked him about the incident they're like oh hats off for like going the incident the incident yeah (laughs) Yeah. for going in and and apologizing to to signs and he's like yeah i hated every minute of it and i was like that's fine yeah (laughs) you gotta do it eh and yeah it's sign of respect takes a bit of balls to do that but good on him yeah i know um i know charles was in monaco back in his hometown um he's a king around there he put this video up and i think they had like a formula e yeah the formula oh he was in the gym yeah 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 while he was working out what a view yeah yeah it would have been cool my would have been cool seeing the formula e in monaco yeah like i I don't ever watch the formula e but especially from just working out and you can see him running past yeah yeah Yeah, just casually i usually get my garage walls and that's about it but (laughs) each of their own yeah. I wonder if they leave all the barriers up at Monaco because we got Monaco in um, a few weeks, I think, or less. Well, um, it is a street circuit, so I'm assuming they'd take it down. Yeah, mm. that's a lot of effort. Take it down, build Put it back, back up, up in a couple of weeks. But um, well, I'm sure they they would have worked out logistics to run smooth. So maybe yeah, they do leave it up. Yeah, who knows? Look, uh, on a, on another sort of side note, I know this wasn't what the drivers are doing in their off week, but I just noticed before Charles put up a photo on Instagram. Of you know how all the teams put up you know the photos of them with a car in like a Miami yeah. background or whatever, and there's one and there's a plane flying in the background and mm-hmm. it says Miami Grand Prix, but it's spelled G R A N. Wait, so completely bottled. Oh, the they've name. messed it up. Like Charles put on his Instagram, it's just like Miami Grand. No G-R-A-N. one to check it, proofread no. it, nothing. Whoever's working at Ferrari and let that slide through needs to be fired. Could be the uh, the French spelling. Does it? <laughs> Does French spelling, yeah, for an Italian team. The Bob, he's he's Monegasque. 
Yeah, true. Okay, we'll we'll let that slide. <laughs> so I'm just I'm always going to go in and back my boys. Fold, eh? <laughs> yeah. we'll put in there. Of course, he doesn't let it go under the Ferrari. Yeah. They can't do anything wrong now. And speaking of the Italians, uh, we've got to quickly review Imola. I know it feels like such a long time ago already, and I've sort of semi-forgotten half forgot the things that have happened. We've got to bring this race up again. Yeah, look, yeah, I, I know I you're still in pain. Jesus. Yeah. It was a shocking weekend for you. It was an awesome weekend for me, seeing a double Red Bull podium. Yeah, up First until the sprint was good. Yeah. yeah. The sprint was good, the race not so much. Yeah. What do you guys think of the sprint race sort of format? I'm a fan. I like the sprint. I like the whole sprint weekend. Like I like the layout of it. So I yeah. enjoy it as a spectator. I know there's some backlash from drivers and and whatnot, but I mean, yeah. I'm I think, a fan and I loved it. I think they're putting the right steps in to make sure it's a it's more sustainable and more worth it going forward. Like they've added more points um, further down the grid, so not just the top three now the top eight. Yeah. Um, and and yeah, at the end of the day, it's more racing. So I'm yeah. all for it. Yeah. And you know there were quite a few crashes and whatnot but you know the teams worry with their budget caps whether they can yeah. afford to do sprint races mm. and stuff but i don't think it was too bad i think it you know was quite an entertaining weekend i was sitting down you know all weekend watching it exactly we had i might skip a week for practice to so watch it exactly on, on the saturday, saturday and we're planning to watch we're it together on sunday, on sunday. Well. so there's you got stuff to do 100%. all weekend which is good yeah uh but yeah i can agree in terms of the budget and also imola itself what there was like five red flags it's a sketchy track yeah yeah (laughs) and i think that was probably the most controversial part of the weekend was qualifying um Mm. and in particular Mm. lando norris crashing on his outlap when he was in p3 confirming he holds the spot spot. (laughs) and he he went on to a part of the track right that all the drivers knew not to go on yeah. And it wasn't he wasn't on a flying lap, he was on mm. an outlap. Still on his outlap. Yeah. Did he do it on suspicious. purpose? Suspicious. Very suspicious. I mean, if it were me, I'd probably do the same. <laughs> but yeah, look, there was questions and there was people yeah, saying that did he do it on purpose and whatnot. Mm. But I mean, look at Charles in was it Monaco? He was last in Monaco. Year. Yeah. Yeah, he but, he actually, but then he actually browned himself because <laughs> he couldn't actually race. He binned it. Well, this so is the thing, I think he did get first you know, because of it. You can, you know, risk doing something like that but you also risk and you know locking in that your position like lando did with p3 for the sprint race but yeah. you also risk damaging your car like when you do a crash like that you don't really know how your car is going to react and yeah. if you'll hit like charles in monaco you know he yeah well that one that was just car, a proper so yeah. Yeah. racing yeah yeah you can you could really you know not pay off ruin yeah. your whole weekend ruin your whole weekend i'd like to think he didn't do it on purpose I hope so. He doesn't seem like the type of guy. That doesn't would do seem that. the type. Yeah, I don't think he would. Have but done it was very purpose. convenient for him. It was, and social media have been sort of blowing up. It was all over Twitter, Reddit, everything. Everyone and, reacting um, to it. Everyone's reacting to it. People were calling for Formula One to adopt IndyCar's deleted lap time rule, which is in IndyCar they use the rule that if a car causes a red flag in any segment, the car's best two time laps of the segment will be disallowed. Oof. And they, oh, even if they and then hurts. even if they save the car and don't crash properly, they can't resume qualifying if it starts again, which is pretty pretty harsh. That's pretty harsh. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know if I like it or don't. You could be like that's like a double punishment though, because if if you do end up in the wall and and bin your car, you've yeah. also lost all your lap times before that, and you've got to re- potentially replace stuff and cop a penalty anyway. Yeah, yeah. it is actually. Like, I don't know. I think double penalty. 
if you're on a flying lap and you crash out, that's just like a racing a incident. Racing incident. Right. <laughs> yeah. And it shouldn't have any penalty. But if, if you're on, on an out lap, lap that's like a whole other story, <laughs> yeah. right? Because yeah. you're not going that fast and you should be able to control the car you yeah. be and not put it in the bin. So I think if that happens, they should just get their last lap time deleted. Maybe not the last two. That's pretty harsh. But, you know, if you had a slower lap time from earlier in the session, keep that. I reckon yeah. that's... Yeah. That's actually not a bad shout. And... Yeah, differentiating it between a fast lap and the out lap, I can agree with. Just completely browning them regardless, like they're doing the Indy cars, that's pretty that's rough. rough. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if that would be good for them. Yeah. Anyway, we've got to talk about um, sort of going back to Formula E. Um, a Formula E driver, Jake Dennis, after the race, was talking on Instagram. He put up a post talking about the pit oh, wall yeah. celebrations. Mm-hmm. Um, so when obviously a driver comes through the checkered flag, and they pull in close to the pit wall, yep. and all the team are leaning out over the pit wall. Yeah, they're hanging out like madmen. Celebrating, yeah. yeah. And, you know, Jake Dennis, who in some way, shape, or form, you could say he's a bit of a nobody. He races in Formula E. Not everyone <laughs> walk, uh, watches that, but it's a fair who point. Does, yeah. You know, you look at the photos, like they could easily slip and fall right where the car's coming through. What do you guys think? I think I think it's an iconic thing. Like, yeah. as far back as you can find footage, there's everyone celebrate like the team celebrating 100%. as a driver and they've come close and as the check of flags going up so i mean it's iconic to the sport but then when i looked at the so you showed me the photo and i looked at it and i was like these guys are actually they're not just leaning over they're actually planted on the other side holding yeah. on mm. and the car is meters away if not closer like mm. it's pretty deadly if there is a slip up so it i is. can understand that yeah i think they should look i it would be sad to lose that like that shot of them all like celebrating how many photos outside. Is, you go back in time. And you think about that. how long Formula yeah. One's been around. I don't think there has ever been an incident where N- not one that I can slipped. remember. No. So yeah, I hope this guy hasn't freaking jinxed it now that he's opened his mouth. Yeah, yeah. I think he should just shut up. He's in. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I think he just wants the limelight. He probably wants a McLaren seat. Yeah. yeah. And by the looks of things, it's probably up for grabs. But anyway. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> that's that's sort of all we got to talk about Imola. Um, we got to start talking about, you know some transfer rumours that have been coming up. Yeah. I've There's no history this. lesson today. We're going to look mm. into the, the F1 crystal ball of the future. We're looking into the future. Um, there's None of this is confirmed, so it is all rumour. Yep. But a Spanish F1 journalist, Albert Fabrega, was the first to come out with news that there will be a driver swap during the summer break. Yeah, mid-season swap. Mid-season, yeah. Yeah. which would be pretty crazy. And there's been talks of a McLaren and AlphaTauri swap between Gasly um, and Ricardo, because both of their drivers, well, Gasly and Ricardo, their contracts mm. end at the end of the year. Okay. So, what, what do you guys think of that? Is that a possibility? You That'd know? be the second time Gasly swapped mid-season. Remember, he got binned from, from Red, Red Bull. From Red Bull, yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah, that would be. I mean, it's they're nice. both not really performing, right? Really, Gasly has yeah, but is compared to last year. Well. Yes, compared to last year's. I don't think the car's as good as it yeah. was last yeah. year. Look, I, I'm not the biggest Gasly fan, but I will defend him in saying that I don't think it's necessarily his fault. I think it's more the car. Mm. I think he has every right to ask for a, a contract extension, yeah, but personally. With that swap in particular, I don't think it's good. Well, first off, obviously, I don't want Danny Rick to lose his spot. But second, <laughs> I don't think it's the right move for Gasly anyway. Like, He's going from AlphaTauri, who at the moment are a mid-tier team going to McLaren who at the moment are still a mid-tier team as well Yeah, and then he's only going there to be the second driver 
Like he's losing the lead role. Yeah, definitely. So is it really in his best interest? Like is he willing to go there and cop being the second driver? You, so are you saying Ricardo copying the second driver? Or no, no, no. So Gasly. Gasly if got, Gasly moves, If they do yeah. the swap yeah. and Ricardo goes to AlphaTauri and well, Gasly, Gasly cop being second well, driver. Well, is he willing to go there and be a second driver? Yeah. Well, I think... Because I'd back Lando over him for sure. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And right. he's been there for years and Zach Brown loves him. So I don't know. He's you just, number one. You've got to think in terms of the team and the way they would... Make a decision. Alpha Tower has always been a team that invests in younger drivers. Yeah, hundred percent. And up and comers. They're a feeder they team for Red Bull. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, so for them getting Gasly, sorry, for Gasly to leave Alpha Tower would be a bit of a blow because he's young, especially to replace him with an older guy. With an older guy. Yeah. So I don't know if that would make sense in terms of, you know, Alpha Tower taking Rick. So yeah, I, I don't think it's a good swap. I think if anything. Yeah, I think if if like, I think Gasly needs to look elsewhere, and if he wants to make a move to a bigger team, there's bigger than McLaren. Like mm. that's the truth. And if McLaren want to get rid of Ricardo, they need to look for a second driver that's willing to be a second driver. I think Piastri would be the ideal candidate. I don't think Piastri is going to McLaren. I don't think that's I don't think that's what's going to happen. But Not I'm saying year. I think that would be the ideal candidate. Yeah, yeah. A young driver, know. like you have two young drivers investing your future. So assign them long term and then um, Lando's the leading driver Piastri comes in willing to be second learn off him and then you've got a, a package yeah. for, for years to come I think if Gasly wants to move to a bigger team he just needs to be better yeah honestly fuck Piastri bro. you had look, your chance fuck, yeah, I don't off. think he'll ever be back <laughs> in lost, it. he'll never be back in the Red Bulls Ferraris Mercs but he has the opportunity I think to call for a McLaren move or something like that mm. but we'll say I personally think just it's just bad news for Rick in general yeah think, another yeah. team He's Starting just, again, it again. looks like it just the vibe is that McLaren are not happy with him. So mm. it's could be very likely that he's going to be. I think they need to stick with him. Yeah. yeah. I think they need, he'll come through. He's, uh, he's starting to show some promise. So hopefully in the next few races, he shows some, some pace. And um, Williams and Alpine. So Ted Kravitz from Sky Sports announced that he heard rumors that Williams might consider acquiring Oscar Piastri from Alpine in 2023 because Williams said, we brought this up on the pod a few weeks ago, that Williams, sorry, not Williams, Alpine said that they'll be willing to loan him out yeah. for 2023. So that, I think, is a very likely And who's move. the swap for? It's not a swap. It's just Piastri well, moving Alpine. It'll be Latifi to, to get booted. Oh, 100%. Because I also yeah. read that go. Latifi, I, had, I actually had read that it could even be a consideration for a mid-season swap as well because Latifi's costing them so much money in binning the car. In binning the car, <laughs> that it may be worth just booting him, paying him off for his contract or whatever it is, and bringing mm. in Piastri, and it I'm might still it. be more viable. Yeah, bring mm. if Ricardo's going out, bring in another Aussie driver who's well. That's it. Like us, if right? you're gonna boot one Aussie, and I have to then go and burn my McLaren gear. <laughs> Yeah. I need something else to buy, so it'd have to be. I'd suck to be Williams, but it would yeah, be. Yeah, I know. If I don't know about there, buying Williams. I'll buy it. Well, yeah. you don't back their Miami merch. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> that <laughs> Miami merch is disgusting. It looks like something I buy from Lowe's. You could dead set not pay me to wear it. Like that they bad. want me to buy it, they'll have to pay me to freaking wear it. No way. It is huge. <laughs> it's awful. I think all of the Miami merch, even McLaren, came out mm. with some merch, and I looked at it. Usually, the merch is pretty good. I wasn't about. I haven't seen yeah. the Mac McLaren one yet. It's but. not great, but um, yeah, we'll see. Well, I'll, have, I'll probably see it in person. So you'll be there. Ready I'll be to coming back it. with a Hawaiian Williams. Kit it out. Yeah. Head to toe. Kit it out. Head to toe. Yeah. <laughs> um, look, I want to talk about on the note of Oscar Piastri and you know him coming from F two to F one. He obviously won the F two season. Yep. Um, and he hasn't had a seat for almost a year. Um, 
it's been a discussion point that night I got that free F1 Miami ticket. Yeah. I was talking to a friend of the podcast, Olin Techers, who's a football nut, <laughs> and he's on another podcast. He's on a football podcast. And we're talking about just the way that, you know, if you win an F2 season and you go to F1, you can't then go back to F2. So you can't yeah. really get like relegated and go back Yeah, if you want to see it. It kind of makes sense. But we're just talking about whether it would be better to structure it in terms of like a football layout where the teams, uh, the teams are promoted and relegated. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think F2, there's not enough viewership in F2. All the focus is on F1. F1 yeah, absolutely. If you did it that way, one, there'll be more dedicated team fans because I don't think F1 has dedicated team fans unless you're like an ally who... Is, one prime example you know, of one that's not. You back yeah, we all yeah. float around. Unless you're an Italian, you know, and you, you're just a Ferrari at heart. There's no real desire or to need to be a passionate team fan. You yeah. go, you just mm. go for drivers. Yeah. So I think if, yeah, there were teams, um, you'd have to change things around a bit. You'd have to make the cars similar because at the moment, yeah. F2 cars are all stock yeah, standard. Drastically different, yeah. They can't change. But yeah, what do you guys think of doing I'm that? I'm a fan of it. I think, and it also brings incentive and... Um, I guess the added pressure of like a low tier team trying to fight um, like say in football there's been cases I've heard of interviews where they say like oh it's playing the A-League where there isn't any promotion relegation yeah. they just go oh well yeah this year's a write off but we don't have to worry we'll look forward to next year and they kind of get off scot-free yeah. and I think that's similar to say Williams or a lot of the, the lower or actually all the teams when they're going into the new change this season just they're like oh we don't really yeah right last year off because we're looking into the new season whereas this would keep the pressure on it and would. keep it entertaining to the final race. You know what yeah. I mean? Like there'll be teams fighting for first, but there'd also be teams fighting mm. for last. Yeah. I, I completely agree. I think it would increase the competition. I can't see it happening. Really? Yeah. A lot of the a lot of the F2 teams are like feeder teams for the F1 uh, main teams. Like Ferrari's got a feeder team that's called Prema mm. and like all their academy drivers start there and the ultimate goal is to work their way up into F1 and then Ferrari. So if those, if theoretically those teams are getting promoted... I don't know. I just, I just can't see it working. But how cool would it be if you had somewhat like Red Bull have Alpha Tower? You've yeah. got, you've still got two teams that can fight to be an F one, but you know it's really just all for, up for grabs in the sense that Ferrari could have two teams. They could have a lower tier team. Yeah. And, you know, at one point Ferrari could have two teams in F one. Well, that is a similarity. Like you're saying, mm. it wouldn't work because they have the feeder teams, but like Red Bull have Alpha Tower, so it's a similar situation there anyway. Yeah. So I, but I yeah, I just think. Like you said, I think it would increase the competition massively. And I also think in F2, if you get relegated, you've then got opportunity to innovate and try things out, you know, yeah. think outside the box. Almost yeah. starting again. Aerodynamically, yeah. you know, test out new things. You might not have the a good budget cap or like enough money to but do it. But at least you're in a lower league where you can test out some You can try new things features. and yeah, again, that would add mm. to the, the competition and yeah, mm. make those bottom teams like, I just, you look at Williams, like obviously they're a great team and they, they were once one of the, you know, the lead like, team. Yeah, so iconic. History. <laughs> they, they're just sitting in the back and just doing nothing. It's quite boring. Like it's, the midfield's interesting, the front's interesting. Yeah, create mm. competition at all, at all levels, levels of the, yeah. of the ranking system. I can see where you're coming from. I just, yeah. You don't I, see I don't see it. I'd like the only thing I could liken it to here in Australia is like a, an NPL team moving up to the A League. They just don't have the facilities. They can't do yeah, it. Yeah, they don't. But there yeah. is conversation think, around doing it. I think it. you can structure it in a way though that does facilitate that. But if F one mm. and F two is not structured in that way, that helps. But it could go in that. Like there is the possibility to go in the direction. I mean, anything's possible. So 
I think I think they should listen to our pod one and then to consider our conversation. <laughs> the other thing I just briefly want to touch on before we move on is the fact that in F2, to get into F1, you, you're also relying on sponsorships. Yeah. Definitely. And a lot of cash behind you. And I yeah. think doing it that relegation way and, and teams yeah. and stuff like that, it could allow for actual talented people without sponsorship More talent to, to go come through. up. Well, we yeah. s- we've seen it through. this year with um, Joe Guanyu. He was in F2 for, I think, three or four seasons. And while he was competitive, yeah, um, he never won the championship. Whereas you've got drivers like Piastri. Piastri who missed out. Insane one and that. done, sitting on the sideline now. Joe was yeah. still a decent driver. No, he was like good. Bringing Nikita Mazepin. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Don't get me wrong, I, he I was do, good. He was agree. up there, top three, top four. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's I can understand from the point of view of the best drivers don't necessarily get a seat in F1. Yeah. And sometimes they do have to take a step aside like Piastri um, at the expense of someone like Joe coming in. But at the same time, yeah, I just don't think... I think the teams are too far different in terms of backroom staff and facilities for that to happen. Yeah, the, the yeah. sheer size of the team yeah. would be difficult. Yeah, it's a bit of a dream. I don't think it'll ever, ha- no. <laughs> it'll ever happen, but we'll see. I mean, put an opinion on it. 10 years' time, maybe this conversation's actually been had. <laughs> yeah, we're the first ones and we talk about it. That's it. Yeah. And we started it. Anyway, we've got to look into our F1 crystal ball. And, mm. you know, there's been some new things that have come out about 2023 um, next year. So apparently the helmet cam will be a requirement for all drivers. Oh, yeah. Good, I love that cam. Yeah, which I, like I think it. yeah. it's awesome. Obviously, a very overwhelming response. Yeah. Like I, I feel like everyone's just every single time on Sky Sports that helmet cam comes up, they're like, "Oh my god, how good the is reaction, this?" Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah, we get it now. It's yeah. sick. Like they always just like rave about it. Um, and then obviously they've well, not obviously, but they're trialing a reduction in tire location for two races next year. Yeah. So. Mm. Currently, for people that don't know, teams get per weekend eight softs, three mediums, two hards. And in 2023, in this two-week trial period, they'll only get four softs, so half the amount of softs, four mediums, mm-hmm. and three hards. Yep. And to compensate for this, they've changed qualifying. I heard about this. So, yeah. at the moment, currently, you can choose whatever tyre compound you want. For any um, quality session. For any quality yeah. session. So, they can manage... You know what tires they use and save for the race, but in these two this two week trial period next year, um, they'll be forced to use a certain compound. So in Q one will be like the hard, Q two will be medium, okay. Q three yeah, softs. Soft, yeah. So that'll be interesting to see. Yeah, that would mm. be interesting. I also like that it's part of them to try and be more sustainable. Yeah. So I'm I'm a fan, and like there's always room for improvement in the sport, in any sport, in any situation. So as well as that, like it gives the teams. Things that didn't do so well in qualifying an alternative option with tyres as well. Like if you bomb out in Q1, you've got the another option of a fresh set of mediums That's or a fresh true. set of softs. It does help them a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I, as long as it doesn't take away from qualifying and make it mm. more boring, I'm all for it. But yeah. we'll, we'll have to wait and see in 2023 for that. Definitely. Mm. We'll also have to, they'll also have to factor in the safety of the drivers as well. Like if you're yeah, running ragged, you've got no fresh sets and you're sitting there with bold tyres. Like that mm. could be a risk, but I think the teams will have to learn to manage their tyres better. Mm. Yeah. One rule they did get rid of this year, which I think flew under the radar, which we were talking oh, about before, yeah. is the fact that last season and many seasons before, whatever tyre you qualified in Q2... Had to be your You had to be your starting tyre. Starting starting, yeah. They got rid of that and I... Re- Really liked that. I thought it was a really like a cool element that made yeah. teams really think about the strategy ahead of time for the race. And I also liked that it was the it was only the last ten 
that had yeah, to yeah, start. Yeah, yeah, it was the Q3. So yeah. it made them start with used tires. It was used tires or it was, they had to be the same yeah. compound. So it was used tires, whereas the other remaining part of the track could just or put the whatever. Field could put whatever. So it kind of evened that up the out a little start. bit. Yeah. Because, like, yeah. yeah, you would get the faster teams starting on used. Like of whatever yeah. compound they use, the top half and then the, the rest of them are starting on new. So there's yeah. so you'd always get like yeah, first corner like overtakes by exactly. like carnage, yeah. <laughs> carnage, <laughs> which we so yeah we I love. I was carnage. a fan of that, but yeah, they did get rid of it for this season. Yeah, there's just so many changes. I really pray that it's just not going to take away from the spectacle. Yeah, yeah. But um, moving on to 2026, obviously uh, a lot of people have been hearing about the news that has come out overnight. Yeah, that, um, Porsche and Audi. Are confirmed to be joining That's F1 huge. in 2026. Yeah. It'd be interesting. It's yeah. huge. It'd be very interesting. I'm saying you've already first one in it. Already I'm wearing out my Porsche. Porsche Motorsport shirt in solidarity for. He's ready to go. We yeah. needed one of us, or probably me, because you got Ferrari. I should have worn an Audi shirt <laughs> just <laughs> to have the representatives. Yeah, I'm a I'm a big Porsche man, so I can't wait. Don't know how I feel about it. I'll be honest really? with you. Um, I know Porsche's got pedigree in Formula One. They've, I mean, as as a as a complete team, they sucked when they were in it years ago. But as an engine supplier, they do have history of winning constructors championships and drivers championships. Yeah. Uh, when they partnered up with McLaren, it's like 84, 85, 86. Um, a long time ago. Yeah. They mm. won They won a three-peak basically of drivers championships as well as two constructors. So they do have that pedigree there. And I mean, Porsche itself is a sports car brand. Yeah. It's yeah. nice to see. It makes sense. A fast road car brand. On the track have a, have a race team. Yeah. Audi, I don't see it. Neither I don't do see I. it. Like I, Audi's I, known for Quattro, which is like an all-wheel drive system, yeah. which is good for rally, which like pioneered rally back in the day. But they don't... I know they compete in Le Mans and other things like that, but they don't... I don't know. They don't have that same... Yeah, I think it's the... They don't yeah. have the street cred. They they're don't not, have the presence. They're, the, they're not aspiring <laughs> confidence either because yeah. Porsche have sort of relatively concrete plans of do, doing a 50% partnership with Red Bull. Yeah. And they would get, you know, obviously the Red Bull engine power development, train. powertrain, all yeah. of that. Yeah. And that would be awesome. Like, it would be awesome and that would get them on the front foot straight away. Whereas Audi have no concrete plans. They're looking but for I thought Audi were also looking at using Red Bull powertrain as well. I don't, I don't think, like Porsche is pretty, oh, it's not confirmed, but mm. it's very likely. But I don't think Porsche and um, Audi could both use Red the, Bull. Oh, really? I don't no. think so. Okay. So, yeah. Um, so From what I read, it was like Porsche is going to come in and be Red Bull's engine supplier, which is mad because mm. Porsche make great engines in general. Um, so, on a racing platform, I reckon that would be insane because, you know, Red Bull are the aero kings. So, yeah. that would just be, I think, seamless and I think Max would be looking forward to that. Um, yeah, but does it open them up to so much, too much collaboration between the three, like Red Bull, mm. Porsche and Audi? Like, Well, then Audi... I mean, their two options are either to buy a team out completely, which I think they've been linked with um, Alfa Romeo and potentially McLaren, which really? is just, yeah, blowing my mind. Really? Yeah. So I, so I heard Aston Martin and Sauber. So well, Sauber's Alfa Romeo. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. yeah. So Aston. Aston. Yeah. It would make sense. Like you because think they about suck. They suck. <laughs> and it's all going to Lance crap yeah. as well. just boiling yeah. in his head. He's about he to blow. He's ready he's to cash his chips in. And well, go. Yeah. I don't know how much he'll be cashing in. He's yeah. like walking out of the casino with no money left. I've had a few of those. <laughs> yeah, that is, yeah. <laughs> but, um, well, yeah. my question to yeah. you then is then, who do you support? I know you're a Red Bull, Red Bull right? Well, uh, currently I'm a Red Bull fan, yeah. And I think if Porsche joined, 
Like I'm a diehard Porsche. You are. I work for Porsche. Porsche. I'm just fell in love with the brand. It's the first brand that I've seriously fallen in love with. You're passionate for, yeah. And I honestly, I don't don't really care who would drive for it. Hmm. Even I could even go as far to say as if Lewis Hamilton joined Porsche, I'd be a hardcore supporter of him. Obviously, you would because you'd go and win your championships. That's That's just a given. (laughs) No, but no matter what happens, I think I'm going to be a Porsche supporter. Yeah. Okay, so you jump through the rough, through the good. Yeah. My biggest. My biggest bone to pick with this in general is that Porsche as a brand is owned by Volkswagen as is Audi. Mm. And I don't know, to me to have two different brands who are ultimately owned by the same people competing against each other. My biggest bone to pick with that is the whole thing around like intellectual property and sharing yeah. of data and sharing of information. Like the Haas, like, Ferrari. Pretty much, yeah. yeah dilemma. But it's like... Haas themselves, they're not owned by Ferrari. I mean, they share an engine and I mean... Pretty much most of their components are Ferrari. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but if you've got two teams... <laughs> pretty much is a Ferrari. He's <laughs> a Ferrari <laughs> man talking about how... <laughs> See what I mean? They just try to sweep everything under <laughs> yeah. the, gr- the road. But if you've got at least two engine suppliers, depending on what Audi decide to do, if they're going to supply an engine or buy a team outright, if you've got at least two engine suppliers coming from ultimately the same ownership, Surely there's a fine line between. There's a lot of yeah. grey space in between that. We saw we, it. Yeah. We saw it when um, Force India back in the day, like bought just about the legal amount of intellectual property of Mercedes. Of Mercedes, and they had the pink and Mercs. Was, like, yeah. That was when Checo won the race. Yeah, exactly. Flying. I don't know. I think just like in with their regular road cars, there's nothing like they they're under an umbrella company, mm. but other than the fact that their businesses are connected. I don't think they actually, in terms of their business structure and the way they run business and design their cars, there's no crossover. Like crossover. they have separate development centers and completely different designs. Obviously, there is room for that crossover. Yeah. But the cars now, like there's cross-contamination with Mercedes engines and Ferrari engines. Oh, and, yeah, 100%. And all that. Yeah, but so. I don't think it's so much that. I think it's more just like the data and all the pre-season testing yeah. and all the things that one team can avoid because another one's tested it because they have that parent company who yeah, can 100%. relay conversations. Yeah. And you also cannot underestimate the fact that Porsche and Audi have set standards mm. to Formula 1 for them to enter. So, yeah, they, yeah. they have to meet a criteria. So, for example, the, the fuel has to be 100% sustainable, which yeah. they've yeah. promised in 2026. It's going to be a completely synthetic fuel. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then the M- the engines, for example, they're requesting a, a weight reduction in the chassis and the engine. Yeah. Because um, the weight in the chassis, for example, has almost doubled since 2008 from 585 kilograms to 800 and Jeez. close to 1,000 with fuel on board. Yeah. So they're and asking for doubled. weight reductions, you know, synthetic fuel. Mm. So they could be... Whilst they're not in F1, they've got, you know... They've still got four, four years, yeah. Yeah. right, to, to develop. To kind of prepare. Prepare. And they mm. get the 10 million for the first two years budget, ex- like extra budget. Yeah. Five, five million third year and then like... They're playing it well. No, I tell you what. Yeah, no, 100%. Yeah. Well, like yeah. someone like Porsche who does have that, com- that, that racing history... They're not going to come in and to yes, be mid table. Yeah, they're, they're, they're not going to come in and be a Williams. No one comes into F one and 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 enters to lose or to watch people yeah. finish in front of them. Like, but wouldn't it be great? Imagine Red yeah. Bull, Ferrari, Mercedes, Porsche, Audi, all fighting for a championship. Mm. Yeah, it'd that would be, be all top teams. Like it just well now it's Ferrari, Red Bull, and Mercedes. But then it brings more to that. Whereas mm. the last two or the last few years we've had just two. 
Yeah. That would be good. Tell you what, if they come and you can say our fit is aimed to Harson Williams and <laughs> Alpha Romeo, <laughs> well, they, they should, would just like be locked should bring at the in bottom. The relegation and promotion. Yeah. And let them go fight. Exactly. Bring in our, <laughs> bring in our new rules. It's all tiny. Twenty twenty six is going to be the year. We need to be put on the F one board. We honestly. should make these Seriously. decisions for them. We should. Anyway, let's move on to Miami. Um, it's yeah. a big weekend. We have never raced in Miami, so it's going to be interesting to see what you know what the tracks like what the drivers think yeah. um you know i think there's been a lot of backlash online about the race mm. some people um calling it a fake monaco with the they're trying fake their harbor. best they yeah are. they're trying their best yeah that fake harbor is atrocious you when that <laughs> when i first saw it <laughs> yeah, right so the, with the boats and they were about to put the water in and i was like oh sick i can yeah. actually look cool and then they put like fake just board down so it's yeah. not even water it's just a fake flooring that's been wrapped in yeah. water like it's terrible. when you're, when you're standing on it you, you feel like you're in Minecraft like yeah, it that was, that's <laughs> exactly like two bit went, like, like render like yeah. Minecraft I was like that's lousy it only looks good from above it's pretty yeah. tacky and that you know yeah why do it just it's mm. if like decorate it some other way or even just yeah I don't know anyway it's, it's here to stay cool. they got a 10 year contract with F1 so 10 years 10 years Jesus. Yeah, F1 are locking in some serious serious deals yeah you better hope it's a good race yeah well Apparently, some of the drivers got a chance in the simulator, mm. um, especially it was the Red Bull drivers. So, Gasly yeah. and Perez actually quite made some good remarks, apparently, to the press. So, Gasly said he really liked the layout, quite a lot of high-speed content, challenging, un- unusual types of corners. Um, Perez said that um, turns 11 and 16, which is slow, lead onto the back straight and it's really tight and you can't really see much. There's not yeah. much visibility. That will be challenging. Yeah, um, but... I- I heard that it might be difficult for overtaking, but that's the only thing. Yeah, I'm so always. That's, that's oh, it's what a I'm street circuit. Yeah, you know, I'm always iffy when they introduce a new street circuit because it's like the cars are continually getting longer, wider, wider, bigger. so much. Yeah. So like racing on the streets may but not it's be. Been, yeah. yeah, it's been designed for the new, I guess, the new cars in a sense. Yeah, with the, the expectation of them. Yeah, yeah. I found it interesting that the only reason they can call it a street race mm. is because it goes under the highway. There's one point where they go through a turn under the highway. Okay. Um, and that's the only reason. That's the only reason. Because it cl- <laughs> it's really a car, a car park circuit. Well, it's around the sense. stadium and the tennis court. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I also heard that the locals were trying to get it. Yeah, they, they took, like, up until took recently, court, that, they yeah. wanted to try and get it off the... off. Uh, like, they didn't want it to go ahead. 100%. Yeah. If you took my parking spot in the city, I'd be in uproar. <laughs> <laughs> True, true. Yeah, but but yeah. they weren't even complaining about that. They were complaining Fair. about the, the noise of the cars. Like, they're not yeah, even that loud anymore. Yeah. If you're it. living near that, you're living near a stadium. You've got games every weekend. You've got, a yeah. you got the spot Super Bowl at the Hard Rock Stadium. Yeah. Like, come on. It's the Hop same as people it. that buy a house, like, above a pub and then complain about live music. about noise. If, oh, come yeah. on, man. Yeah. Honestly, I Black think... Um, I was watching a video this morning about a photographer, Kim Illman. I don't know if you guys have heard of him. He's... um. He, he's a photographer F1 mm. and I was watching him he live streamed somewhere in Miami just talking about being there and he said you know a lot of the taxi drivers Uber drivers etc don't even know one what Formula 1 is and two that the Miami Grand Prix is even on oh wow so I'm assuming that the people that live around the race so just you reckon- don't even know what F1 is and they're probably just well, complaining because it's the another- Austin one's huge because there's a massive yeah. kind of motorsport gathering around that the state in the area but oh, it's a proper race circuit too yeah but what uh, yeah i wonder what the demographics like in miami are they even into like do they even know what's going on do they know the race is coming this week <laughs> well, they're party people yeah. well yeah. dan's <laughs> coming Can they, oh, if oh, they yeah. don't slot him in for them yeah i'll be i'll be there soaping it all up but um look we got to talk about ferrari 
again briefly, they're bringing mm. up some major upgrades into this weekend. Yeah, particularly downforce, right? Downforce. Yeah. They were testing. This oh is God. controversial. Yeah, this is so this is standard. Standard. Here we, here we go. Standard Ferrari. Lay right? it on me. So all the teams get offered by the FIA, FIA to do tie testing for the following season's Pirelli tyres. Yeah. Right. Ferrari put their hand up in Imola mm-hmm. to do it, and they, Charles and um, Science both had different side pods on. So whilst they were testing the Pirelli tyres, they're also testing two different side pods. Fair play. No. Is it fair play? <laughs> Absolutely no, because fair I, play. When no they other test team the ti- is doing it. But I thought when they test the tyres, that the tyres can only be tested in a car that's used, like it's been at least been raced in. So all the car parts and in, in everything included has been used in an actual race. And I think these two side pods have been used at two separate times but oh, they just okay. wanted they some had. more data yeah okay because i thought but they i understood it that they hadn't been and they were like pretty brand new and then they're testing them and then they sweep once again ferrari sweeping on the oh no get out well i think <laughs> no but ferrari, i wouldn't put it past them. i think ferrari knew this was coming so one of the side pods which is the newer one they mm. they put in for like a practice session or like <laughs> something so they could then there tick that is, box eh? going 100%. we've used it in a session now we can so use it in the pearly time test i just found it crazy like that they could do that the rules of the rules. You're telling me this is all good and then you're worried about Volkswagen being a parent company yeah. portion. <laughs> 100%. And now you, oh, this guy. Rules of the rules. If you can operate within the rules, fair play. Fair play. Yeah. It's the only way Formula One develops uh, is through innovation and rule bending. Yeah. And this isn't even rule bending. It's, these, it's black and white. This is what you can do. This is what you can't do. And they've done everything they've can to make the most out of their testing. Yeah. And fair to, play. Yeah. And to be fair, <laughs> I, yeah. when I, I was reading up to on it, it, so apparently I... I got to this and I was like, that kind of makes sense. So, at the Pirelli tyre testing, they're yeah. given unmarked tyres, so they can't even tell what tyres they're using. Okay. And the telemetry data is also sanitised by mm. the FIA, so they can't get all the data out of... They're not getting everything. They're not getting everything, so it's not a full test. So yeah. Fair enough. It's not a full test, but at the same time, they can. it helps them better prepare for next year. Oh, to see you you've know, got more data what than, other aspects more of the data car. than you had before. Like, 100%. You know I mean? 100%. Yeah. Anyway, the last thing we've got to talk about, you know, Miami, there's going to be a lot of celebrities there. Mm. And one of the biggest things I'm looking forward to... Pitbull, not surely. That I'm I was gonna, just say he'd be Pitbull, like, surely. He's got Pitbull, he's Mr. 305. <laughs> he's he's got to be there. <laughs> that is true. He has to be there. Surely he's like singing the national anthem or something. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. I reckon he's going to be like face everywhere. Mr. Worldwide. He's going to be that bold head everywhere. Yeah. Um, I'm looking for, not that I'm going to be able to see because I'm actually going to be there well hopefully if I get my mm. ticket but um, the Martin Brundle grid walk because there's going to be a lot of celebrities on the track and usually what happens is he walks up to the celebrities who and they pie him they, they pie him or they have absolutely no idea what, what F1 on? is yeah. and he'll like ask them a question about like who you're looking forward to see mm. or like you know what are you looking forward to in the race and they're just like they go know, they, yeah, they bricks. revert to something else unrelated but also yeah. sometimes he'll interview them and then as soon as he's caught eye of someone better, he just, he goes just runs off. And yeah. off. And I'm like, you, you, like I'd be, if I was a celebrity, I'd be like, this mm. prick just fucking came up to me to talk and now he yeah. just ran off, doesn't care what I say. Uh, it's, he's the best. Yeah, he's, it is good value. Yeah. I love, I feel like I cringe a bit. I feel a bit uncomfortable, but it is funny. It's good yeah. content. Yeah, it is, it's bad. Yeah, 100%. And to uh, wrap up the episode, we've just got a couple of fan questions this week. Uh, the first one is from Mike91F and he said, are Red Bull going to start running away with it? That's a good question, Mike. Um, 
I hope not. But they're looking pretty good, aren't they? They are. They're looking good. I wouldn't say run away with it. I mean, they're still behind. But um, if they, they can up, keep yeah. bagging, bagging ah. results like they have been. I don't reckon they're running. You guys are still looking solid. Like he's had a still ahead, yeah. Poor weekend, but one of them was through. Well, both of them were through mistakes. It wasn't yeah. like your car was bad. No, mm. I don't think they're running. Yeah, away. I don't think so either. No. I we think were, they could. I think it's up. still a one-two battle between yeah. Ferrari and Red Bull. Ferrari were slower in Imola, um, mistakes aside, but yeah, yeah, but that'll be a given. There'll be good, good yeah, weeks good and bad weeks and bad weeks. But you're yeah. still in the mix, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, for Red Bull to crawl back into it, they need to stay consistent. That's still up in the air. They had one good weekend. One good, yeah, consistency, you need more. We need yeah. to see more. And uh, the last question from Ollie Bumba is, uh, is Miami the wish version of Monaco? <laughs> yeah. If anyone doesn't know who Wish... It actually is. If anyone that doesn't know what Wish is, it's that really cheap like site where you can buy it's like I've never really and there's always like cheap a, eBay. you see it's a cheap ads eBay, yeah. popping up and you always see the memes where it says what you ordered and what you got from Wish yeah. and it's always like so off like you can buy some ridiculous stuff that well I mean if they're putting fake water and floorboards yeah that's a Wish definitely Wish tick right, right there, there. <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. Like they've tried to create you bought water and you got floorboards come on I know that, yeah, that's really tacky I think I don't know I tend to disagree from what I've seen from above in the air it looks like a pretty incredible track mm. in terms of the just the infrastructure mm. and the size of it. It's massive. You know, it's around a massive Around the stadium, stadium. it does yeah. look nice. It's awesome. I, yeah, we'll, we'll only say... I think yeah. in terms of the atmosphere they're trying to create, maybe, but hopefully the race is better than what we get in Monaco because I know it's the most historic and most prestigious track, but that race sucks. It's so boring. Yeah, let's have this conversation after the weekend and see after yeah. how it goes. We'll see. Yeah. So before we go, we got to do our predictions for this weekend. Yeah. yeah. What are we guys singing? I got to stop back in Ferrari. That's what I got to do. We're going to mix it up this week. <laughs> yeah. we'll Maybe put come. a Ferrari in third place or yeah. something. You know, put someone else in second. I'm going to go. Um, I reckon Max will win it. Okay. Then Charles. Then Perez. Okay. Yeah. I've got the exact same lineup. I reckon. Really? Stappen. Yeah. Charles Checo, fair. That's that's uh, probably the s- safest smart bet. Again, I just don't want to be the third person saying that, so I'm going to go. Yeah, spice it up. Look, I've been saying Alonso third. Really disappointed in just he's gone really unlucky. He's only got two points. He only got two points. He deserves he has a been lot more. Unlucky and he he's been solid. very unlucky. I'm not going to go him again this week, and he'll probably end and up he'll, getting he'll P3. Too, yeah. um, I'm going to go. A, I'm going to go for a double back to back. Red Bull 1-2. Oh, not a bad shot. Don't do right. this to me, Dan. And then I'm going to put K-Mag in three. What? <laughs> I heard they're I bringing <laughs> the Steiner ship. They're going to park it up in that marina. They're going to yeah. park <laughs> it on the floorboards. <laughs> it's their home race, yeah, surely. The give, him, give him a quick car. He's looking, he's looking fast. So, yeah, I don't know. All right. That's my long shot. I'll back it. Anyway, that's, that's it for this week of the pod, guys. Um, make sure to keep up on our socials. I'm going to be posting a lot. At Miami, if I do eventually get my F1 ticket. Um, <laughs> From the pub in the corner. Just the <laughs> I'll be at the pub, yeah. It. I'll go live. So, yeah, make, it, make sure to tune in on that. Um, and, yeah, remember to follow us um, and rate us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And we'll, go, we'll see you guys after the Miami GP. Easy. Enjoy your trip. Later. Have oh, fun well. over there,